selling with authenticity. It's building that relationship. Think about the value. You want to make that impact. It can make you happier. Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with none other than Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Uh Yeah, I, I got I got funny little dangling things in my ears. It's all good. And you know what? We're five months into 2021 and, and the time's flying by, Daryl, let me tell you. It really is. We've been saying since the beginning of the year, we've got to get it done in 2021. And hats off to everybody who is out there working to thrive. In fact, that's going to be a topic of conversation today. We've got a great episode teed up for you in terms of how we can thrive in uncertain times. But as we get started, Larry, uh, first of all, I just want to welcome everybody back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. And if you're new, you've joined a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, adding real value. We call it Selling from the Heart. And Larry, I can't think of a better way to embody Selling from the Heart, to bring our beliefs into practice than saying thank you. And that's why I'm so excited about the 2021 Client Appreciation Challenge kicking off on May 17th. It is the week, May 21st. That Friday is International uh, Customer Appreciation Day. (laughs) So we thought we would just celebrate the entire week with the first annual Client Appreciation Challenge. It's going to be fantastic. Every day we're going to be encouraged. And what I'm so excited about is how we're going to kick this off. We're going to kick this off with none none other than the master of sales himself, Mr. Tom Hopkins. Oh, uh, you know, it's so good. But first of all, doesn't there, it seems like there's a day for everything, but that's nevertheless. <laughs> there but is. It, 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 but I, I remember back, and this goes back decades and decades ago, one of the very first books I read in sales was How to Master the Art of Selling. And it's a staple. It's a staple for many on many, many bookshelves. But to get Tom Hopkins to kick this off is just a complete honor. We're going to have a blast, and Tom is really excited on Monday to come and share with us things that he did in his sales career to say thank you to his clients. Uh, You heard Tom last week on the Selling from the Heart podcast, and he is fired up about being part of the challenge. We've got a great roster of speakers and some surprise guests. They're going to join us every day the week of May 17th at 12 Eastern Pacific time. So, Lunchtime on the East Coast, 9 a.m. on the West Coast in the United States. The sessions will be recorded if you can't join us live. But what we're going to do together is we're going to take a week and we're going to focus on saying thank you. And it's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. Go to clientappreciationchallenge.com right now. Get registered and you'll have access to all the live sessions and recording. Larry, it's going to be just phenomenal. I'm a big believer that you say thank you, you show appreciation, you bring respect and caring to your clients every day. It's not just the special occasion. Those are nice. But quite frankly, Daryl, it gets lost. It gets lost with everybody else who does it. It's time that we bring appreciation to the forefront every single day with our clients. 
Absolutely. So join us for the Client Appreciation Challenge. And a huge thanks to our friends at BombBomb uh, for sponsoring, making this podcast possible, helping with the challenge as well. Um, there is a great way that you can start saying thank you right now. Uh, and that's put a video camera in front of your face with BombBomb and very easily, very simply with a powerful app, be able to record videos, send them to your clients, say thank you, send them to your coworkers, your uh, friends and family. It is amazing the power of just a spoken word of gratitude to brighten someone's day and to uh, you know build relationship. And that's what we've got to do right now. I think it's I think it's mission critical because our good friends Ethan Butte and Steve Passanelli, Daryl, they always are talking about faceless communication. The minute I heard that word, I said you had me roped in when I very first met them. Well, we're, it's time to stop hiding behind text and stop hiding behind keyboards. Bring you, bring yourself to life. Bring the real you to life through the power of video. Reconnect to your clients. Reconnect to your marketplace. I'm telling you, video is absolutely. It puts a heart behind the words that you use and the message that you use. Yeah, so a great way to gear up for the challenge. Start saying thank you on BombBomb right now. You can try it free for 14 days. Just go to bombbomb.com slash heart. And when you go there, you're not only going to get access to the platform for two weeks, but you're also going to get access to resources that will help you uh, say thank you, that will help you use video inside your sales motion to really, I mean, the, the value is incredible. It's so powerful. So check out our friends at BombBomb, bombbomb.com slash heart. Larry, we have a great returning oh. guest today. I'm so excited <laughs> about this conversation. Are you ready to introduce Meredith? Then let's I dive in. Everyone, grab a grab a couple sheets of paper and a pen, and we're <laughs> we're going to dive into some great stuff here. It's where where do I start with Meredith? But Meredith Elliott Powell is the kindred spirit of selling from the heart. A past podcast guest, you can remember Meredith from the 2021 Authentic Selling Challenge. We're going to dive in. I can't wait to get started. Meredith, welcome back to Selling from the Heart. Thanks. I am. I've already marked my uh, calendar down for Client Appreciation Week. I can't wait to tune in and hear all that good stuff. Oh, thanks. We always have a great time. It's going to yeah. be fun. It really is. And you know what's cool is uh, we realized it's six months offset from Thanksgiving here in the United States. So oh, you know, that? it kind of just it's like Christmas in July, right? We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> celebrate um, gratitude right here in the in the beginning of the year as we're kicking off, getting ready to kick off summer. I think it's going to be fantastic. So. I'm excited about it and glad you are too. Hey, I know I'm really looking forward to talking about this exciting new book that you have coming out. But before we do, you know the question that every guest on the Selling from the Heart podcast answers, and that is, Meredith, what does it mean to you to sell from the heart? Yeah, you know, boy, every time I get ready to come on this podcast, I really think <laughs> about um, this. And for to me right now, I really believe um, it is about investing in your prospects and your customers, one, without expecting anything in return and to give long before you ever um, expect to receive. Mm. It's, uh, I think it's so important these days to really key in on the giving part of this. And I think a lot of times salespeople and, and sorry, I'm, I'm going to go there, but it's just, I feel compelled to say it is sometimes we'll give just enough to see how fast we can get something back. Mm. Yeah. And, and this is the time where we just truly just give and give and give again. 
without expecting something to happen immediately. Because the more you give, we know the more you get. Yeah, it's, it's, it is amazing the way it works that way. I've actually had two clients this week who just reached out to me and said, you know, we really thought we were going to be able to get back to business as usual, but they work with a lot of big corporations who have policies in place who are still limiting a lot of things. And they just basically said, could, could you work with us? And I'm like, get a pen and piece of paper out. What do we need to do? How do we need to make this happen? Because I really do believe in my bones that if I help them, they help me. It just all comes out stronger in the end. So I, I really think that's a, um, it's a, it's a really important way to do business and it's truly a differentiator in the marketplace. Absolutely. And I think that, um, you know, the, the heart behind this is so critical right now. And, and this, this is a time of uncertainty. Uh, there's, you know, we've never seen, I have never come out of a pandemic before. I never hoped a pandemic would be over. You know, there's so much uncertainty right now in, in every aspect of the business world with changing markets, changing conditions and all of that. And I know as sales professionals um, and hats off to all, uh, everyone in the sales profession who has been figuring it out all year, you know, last year and figuring it out this year. Um, but the reality is, uh, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think the uncertainty is going to go away magically. <laughs> is, are we right? Yeah, I think, in fact, I think it's gone on steroids. You know what I think I'm feel, finding really interesting is that you sort of think anybody who had a good 2020, and there were businesses that I call them a little COVID blessed. Their, their business actually grew in the midst of COVID. You would think that they would be looking at 2020 and just be excited about it. But they're a little caught like the deer in the headlight too, because they kind of don't know how 2020 was successful. And how are we going to do it again. Mm -hmm. So, um, so there is so much uncertainty out there. It doesn't take a pandemic. I mean, my gosh, will our taxes go up? What's going to happen with, um, with inflation? When will the borders, um, you know, when will the borders open again? Who's going to get vaccinated? Who isn't going to get vaccinated? What's going to happen with the next strain? I mean, it goes on and on and on. The, the, you know, I was just thinking as I was listening to what you're saying is I have a favorite saying, Meredith and Daryl, is we can control what we can control. We can't control what we can't control. And as simple as that sounds, it's become so difficult for many because we just become obsessed with the things that we can't control that's allowed us to affect what we do. And I, I believe this is the time, you know, to play off of thriving and uncertainty. This is a time where we have to double down on ourselves. We have to double down on our clients and we have to double down on growth. Yeah, I always say that uh, one of the biggest things I found from doing the research is that success isn't logical. It, um, it's not about having the best product or the best market or, um, or more resources or more luck or even the best people. It comes down to what you focus on. And what I want you to think about with that is, in essence, we're telling you that the one thing you need to be successful, you have 100% control over. I think that is the most freeing thing ever. Because I can't necessarily, I can't control the market. I can't control my competitors. I can't control even if, you know, people will answer the phone when I call. But I can control those things that I know move my business forward. And again, if you take nothing from me today, understand success isn't logical. It comes down to what you focus on. 
Well, so what is the one thing? Where, where do we begin? <laughs> and by the way, it just massive congratulations. Getting a book uh, published yeah. into market is a ton of work. Um, and I am so excited for Thrive, turning uncertainty into competitive advantage. It hits the uh, the shelves, I believe, June 22nd, correct? It does. Yes, 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 yes. And it is uh, it is available now. We are we are doing the audio book um, uh, as we speak. And oh, so I've often, I've often told people you I'm so <laughs> passionate about this message that you might find me on a little soapbox in downtown Asheville, North Carolina, <laughs> where I live, handing it out to businesses. <laughs> I want everybody to embrace the strategy. This is the path of how to succeed no matter what the marketplace does. All right. So we're talking about things we can control. You have my attention and you have the attention of everyone in the audience, sales professionals. What can we control? Where do, where do we need to be looking right now? Well, I think places we need to be looking is number one, there's an exercise that I like to give everybody to do. I mean, uncertainty produces anxiety, right? I mean, mm -hmm. if you don't have any business right now, you're going to be very stressed about it. And I don't want to ignore that. So an exercise that I tell everybody to do is just do a brain dump of everything that you're worried about and everything that you're concerned about. Just get it out of your system. And then I want you to divide that list into what you can control and what you can't control. And what you're going to find is there is very little you can control. You can control the number of sales calls you make. You can control how well you keep your CRM up. You can control your ability to convey value, your ability to lead and sell from the heart. You can control your health, how much you care for your family, things like that. There's very little. Now, the beauty of having very little that you can control is you focus your time and your attention there. When you focus your time and your attention on what you can control, somehow the path forward emerges. You have such little time, energy, and resources. Wasting them on what you can't control is going to get you nowhere but take you backwards. Oh, Lord knows I do that sometimes. I think we, yeah. I, I think, we I think we, we all, we all do. And we become obsessed with it. And it, and it goes back to, I know Daryl's got a great morning regimen. So do I. And, and I know you do as well, Meredith. And I think that to me, where this all plays out is what you do very first thing in the morning and how you set up your day and what you put into your brain to feed your brain. And then what you do to take that to work. Oh, I, I think that is key. You know, I live in Asheville, North Carolina, and we are kind of like the capital of the woo-woo society out here. I mean, we're all about energy. And, and um, but, but I really believe that the energy that you put out first thing in the morning is the energy that you are going to get back. So my morning routine is very much about making sure that what is in my head is positive, is set on the things that really matter and I and I really value that are a reminder of who I want to bring into the world. Because, you know, you guys really talk about selling from the heart and that's, that is who you want to be, right? About gratitude and about giving. But let's give ourselves a break. We don't always feel like that, right? And so you have to set your mind there every morning. You have to say, this is who I want to be, and this is who I want to bring into the world. But I believe if you set that energy out there, that truly is the energy that you get back. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that this is 
Um, you know, when we all started working at home last year, there was a tendency to get a little sloppy with that, right? In yeah. terms of, and and I found myself realizing late into last year that I needed to up my game in that um, in that morning space. But it was something that I could control, and I can control what I put in my mind. I can put, I can control what uh, type of energy I reserves I build up by exercising and those types of things. Um, that's a great place to start in terms of thinking about things that are in your scope of control. That first hour of the morning is is really really strong. What else should salespeople be thinking about when they're looking at the the column of the the list of things they can control? What would you recommend? Where would the where would you recommend the focus go on that list of things that salespeople can control? Yeah, I think they need to focus on controlling the quality of um, of their calls. I mean, time mm. and resources and energy really matters right now. And back in the day when I used to lead sales teams, we used to call it the difference between the howdy duty call and the real call. And if you're wasting your time on the howdy duty call, right? I mean, the howdy duty call is my leader expects me to make 30 calls a day. So 10 of them are kind of a waste of energy and time because I'm calling Daryl and I'm, you know, I'm calling Mark Hunter and I'm just calling just so that I can turn in a, um, you know, something, you know, on my sheet. Don't fall into that trap. Really think about the fact that, you know, a sales call is truly a privilege and you are taking something that is so precious to that person and that's their time you need to make it worth their time. So I would really say focus on the quality of your calls. Another thing that you should be focused on is really building your reputation in the marketplace. I mean, we are moving so far past the age of the salesperson. We are moving into the age of the partner, the trusted advisor, and the resource. And people need to have heard of you and about you long before they ever want to do business with you. And both of those things are well within your control. I, I think um, I, I want to touch on the second point that you made, Meredith, uh, about, uh, you know, how it how you position yourself and how you carry yourself. And, you know, I'll call it the law of attraction in the age of the digital world. And I, I think sales has been flipped on its head in the last 14, 15 months. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I, me personally, I don't think there's an excuse out there now that salespeople should be giving themselves on why they can't position themselves as credible subject matter experts in the world that we live in today. It, it goes back to our dear friend, Mark Hunter, and, and you know his favorite saying, Meredith, I, I've heard him say it on sales logic, right? Many a times. Yeah. And, and uh, it, it's just about how you attract people. He goes, you know, your reputation actually precedes you before that conversation. And I remember sharing that line with Phil M. Jones, yeah. And I know, you know, Phil, and he said something that layers on top of it. Phil said, not only does it do that, but it helps you open up the possibilities of having a conversation with somebody like that. Completely. I mean, you know, here's the other thing, too, is I think so often salespeople um, delegate that to the company, say, well, my company's building their reputation. And that's great. I hope you work for a company that is building their thought leadership and their expertise in the marketplace, but you still have to do it too, mm -hmm. because your prospects are buying from you. 
and don't think they're not Googling. Don't think that they're not looking for you. I believe, I, I believe so much in what Mark says and, and really the layer on of what Phil says. In fact, I think that building the reputation in the marketplace is the first step of the sales process today. It's the first piece that salespeople need to be doing. Because again, if you call on me and I've never heard of you, I'm not going to open the door for you because I control the buying cycle. I can buy what I want, buy what I need from anybody. So it is that reputation in the marketplace. I'm looking for something who, someone who can bring me something beyond the product. Can we, hey, Daryl, we just got to, I want to play on this for a moment Mm -hmm. if we can, because there's sales leaders, Meredith, that listen to the Selling from the Heart podcast as well. And and let's walk through how you would work with a sales leader to really reinforce what you just said, who there's going to be some sales leaders that say, hey, you know what? It's all great that you just said this, but, and they'll fill in that, but with whatever the excuse is, how do you, how do you work with sales leaders to get them to really bring this to the forefront where it makes sense? Yeah, it's such a great question. So I was just doing this yesterday with a company and I said, all right, let's think about this. Since you got up this morning, since you grabbed that first cup of coffee, since we started this meeting, your best customers, those ones that you are so sure are going to buy from you again, your top prospects, that hot lead that you know you are going to close, they are right now continuing the buying process and they're doing it without you. Right now, they're online Googling for information. They are educating themselves about how to solve their problems. Later today, they're going to talk to other peers and colleagues about who they're using and what processes and systems they've purchased. And tonight, they're going to listen to a podcast or they're going to read an industry magazine. And if your name isn't coming up, if you're not coming into their line of fire, then by the time you go to make that follow-up call or God help you, you make the first cold call, you're already so far behind in the buying cycle. You need to understand that if you are not building your reputation, you are entering the game at halftime. And if you enter the game at halftime, chances are you are going to lose. Well, that is a mic drop <laughs> right here in the podcast. I mean, <laughs> you know, what what do you say to that? And, and you know, it it is so true. And I think I would add, I would layer on top of that. Not only do we need to be present online as sales professionals, but in the same way that we don't need to do howdy duty calls and prospecting, we don't need to do howdy duty social posts either. We we need to actually add value, share insight, work on you know, I can control, uh, I can control the value that I add. I can control my personal education, uh, regimen. I can control, um, what, what I'm able to bring to my clients beyond just the value the company adds. I think today's sales professionals, um, we've got to always be upping our game in terms of value. How do you coach, uh, reps? I'm curious what you would say in, in the 2021, uh, world that we're in right now as we're recording this, what should reps be learning about beyond their products and beyond their company, their industry? What are some some topical areas other than, of course, reading the book Thrive, Turning Uncertainty yeah. and Advantage, <laughs> available at fine booksellers near you? But what, what should we be learning about right now to help us fuel good conversations and, and value add? Yeah, I want to I want to tap into something you just said that is so important about. <laughs> About sure the book that, Thrive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, thrive. 
about the fact that you need to put good content out there. I mean, a couple of years ago, it was one of those Sundays I had a, you know, I try to do a blog post every week. It was like, oh my gosh, I haven't written anything. And I kind of slapped a blog post together and I slapped it out there. And the worst thing happened to me is that people actually read it and told me they had read it. And you're like, I mean, that's my reputation. Right? Like, I don't want to put anything out there that isn't really good. But but to you, so so really it is better to post quality than quantity and think about that. But I but I want to go to your other question because again, just another really good question. What should salespeople be um be be focused on? First of all, number one, your business acumen. You mm-hmm. need to really be keeping up with the trends. The other thing is the fact that um, you need to understand that who you're calling on right now is not who you were calling on in December of 2020, and it is not who you are going to be calling on in November of 2021. So one of the biggest things that I tell my clients to focus on is I really want you to reach out every couple of months and just survey your clients. Just reach out and say, tell me, you're not selling anything. You're checking in and say, tell me what's going on with the business. Where are you focused right now? What's the biggest obstacle you've got? If we could remove that, what would it do for you? And listen, because you have to be solving the relevant problem. In fact, Mm -hmm. I believe you're not selling a product or service at all. What you're selling is what is the urgent need of your customer? And you have to understand in an uncertain marketplace, that is a moving target. Back in the day when I was part of a sales team in corporate 10 years ago, we we used to pre-call plan and identify the problem before we ever talked to the customer. It just cracks me up when I think about it today. But back in those days, I mean, in all honesty, the world wasn't moving that fast. The competitor was the guy down the street and the world was just wasn't that complicated. Today it is. And if you're still selling what you sold in 2020, you're not relevant right now. And you need to keep you need to keep changing the language of what you're selling, the solutions that you're offering so that your prospects and customers know you are in the swim. You get it. You understand what it's like to be in their seat and you are the expert they need to solve that problem. Boy, wow! That, there's there's so much gold right there, and it, it what we're just saying right now it circles back to the very beginning when you use the word invest when you were describing you know what's it mean to you to sell from the heart, invest and give and help, and I think right now there's so much change that what happens and and this just plays on this Meredith is what happens in your clients' businesses today is going to be different 45 days from now. And it's going to be different 90 days from now. And this is why I believe that salespeople today must pour themselves into their customers more so than ever before. And almost like get that frequent visitors pass, right. (laughs) That you get right. And punch the card and say, and so forth. It's just so relevant, but you, I love the word relevancy because yeah. I, cha- I just challenge, I challenge the salespeople and the sales leaders out there to say, you know, am I relevant in the mind of my clients? Am I relevant in the marketplace? And if not, I need to fix that here pretty darn quick. You, you really do because you, um, you know, the one thing we don't have right now is time. 
So if I'm going to sit down with a salesperson, they better already understand a lot of the problems and issues that I'm facing, and they better be ready to match their products or services to solve my problems. And I'm up front with my clients when I call them. I just, I'll check in and say, hey, Larry, I need like 15 minutes of your time. It's my you know time to check in. I want to know what's going on because I need to up my game. And what happens with that is my clients they want, they want to help me. They're more than happy to tell that. The other is if I up my game, it ultimately helps them. So it's just a little bit of research um, that I do. It always worries me when salespeople or people in general tell me they don't watch the news. And and I, I get it. The news is, is not the healthiest thing to be watching, but you need to be keeping up with the market. You need to be keeping up with the policy changes that are happening, not to judge them, not to say whether you like things or don't, but those things are impacting the business industry. That's and right. you need to understand our regulations changing, our policies going in place. What is it like for them to try to hire people? I've had three clients this week who, when the stimulus checks went out, have lost employees due to mental health issues and they're struggling for um to find employees right now i need to be in the swim as to why they are struggling to find employees so again you are so not selling a product or service you are coming in there as this partner and advisor and and you got to up your game so that you can bring more knowledge to them to help them solve the problems they've got because they got a lot on their plate it's great. And this conversation is so incredibly relevant right now. Thrive. Uh, the book is out. How to how to thrive in uncertainty. This is, is so good. And I would say the last thing as we wrap up today, a thing that we can control as sales professionals is how we invest in our sales skills. Um, and there is a fantastic opportunity coming up <laughs> to invest in your sales skills. And guess what? All three of us are going to be there at the Outbound Conference coming up in June. And uh, Meredith, uh, what are you going to be talking about at the Outbound Conference this year? I Let guess, me guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Let me yeah. guess. Yeah. So I'm going to be revealing this formula, everything that you need to know to thrive in an uncertain marketplace. just want to awesome. tell you guys really quickly, basically, the biggest thing I find is that people are stuck in uncertainty. They're not sure where to go or what to do. And I wanted to remove that obstacle. This is if you want to move forward, if you want to be successful, this is the exact strategy you need. And boy, you need to be at Outbound because it is not only Larry, Daryl, me, but this lineup is incredible. I think this is the best sales conference of the year. I, I would say this, it's a rock show. It's a rock show. Yeah. And then a sales conference kind of broke out at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a rock show with substance. It's got good lyrics, great music and good lyrics. There's a lot of substance in this and I can't wait. Bring your lighters, baby. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. Meredith, uh, congratulations once again on the upcoming release of Thrive. This is a real gift to uh, the sales community and the business community. I could see salespeople, you know what a smart sales professional would do is buy a case of these and hand them out to their clients. Seriously, uh, yeah, that I, would I, be I really, so they could stand on a soapbox in their town where <laughs> just like you do in Asheville and hand them out. So Meredith, thank you so hey, much. You. We look forward to seeing you uh, here real soon at Outbound. Looking forward to it. Thanks guys. All right, bye Meredith, see ya. What a great oh, conversation. We always we always know it's going to be uh, provocative, interesting, and full of great ideas when we talk with Meredith and Larry. I'm I'm challenged to my core here as we wrap this episode up. I mean, that 
this is the time uh, to look at the things that we can control. What a what a great exercise. What a great takeaway when you hit pause at the end of this uh, at the end of this episode to just sit down and go, okay, let's do the brain dump. What can I control? What can't I control? And let's figure out um, how to let go of the stuff we can't control and how to grab on and build a plan to execute on the things that we need to control. No, absolutely. And I'd, I'd layer on top of what you just said, Daryl, and I challenge our listeners, even layer in how you invest in your customers, layer in on really getting to know them even better than you think you know them mm -hmm. layer in what are they working on what do they need to be working on what do they need to remove off their plate between now and the end of the year and pour yourself into your customers my, one of my favorite phrases is doubling down this is the time if you want to thrive in uncertainty double down on your clients double down on helping them solve their business issues and challenges Yes. Even if you can't help them specifically with what you have, find somebody who can help them. Yeah. And one of the ways to get those conversations going is to simply say thank you. And we're going to get all kinds of great ideas on how to do that coming up May 17th. It's just around the corner. Go to clientappreciationchallenge.com, register, get your seat, come live and join us. So you can ask questions. If you can't be there live at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 Pacific every day. No worries. We'll get the recordings out to you. This is going to be a week-long celebration of gratitude. And until next week, we're just so grateful everybody's here. We're thankful for this movement of authenticity in the sales profession. So till next time, we just want to challenge you. Keep being genuine. Keep being authentic. Keep adding real value. Thrive and continue to thrive right now. Turn this uncertainty into competitive advantage. And most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.